Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode of the HR Chat Show, I'm joined by Anne Couset, Vice President, Legal, US Absence and Disability Management over at TELUS Health. Anne started her journey with IEA, and regular listeners of the show will be familiar with IEA because we are featuring them a lot at the moment. Uh, She started her journey with IEA as a student in the CPDM program. After she earned her certification, she later became a contributing consultant on the updating of the curriculum for the entire certification. Today, she serves on the faculty as instructor of the Foundations in Disability Management course and also presents regular updates on HR-related issues such as FMLA, EEOC, as well as an annual New State Leave Laws webinar. Uh, writing as an IEA representative and has also written articles for HR.com. And now, of course, she's going to be featured on the HR Gazette. Anne earned her Juris Doctorate from Thomas M. Cooley Law School and is a member of the Michigan Bar Association. She holds a Master's Degree of Human Resources Development from Western Michigan University, a Bachelor's Degree in Accounting from Davenport University, an Associate's Degree in Marketing and a whole bunch more. She is a super qualified person uh, as uh, as TELUS Health's primary legal representative representative for the uh, US Absence and Disability Management Division. Uh, her role involves interpreting regulations and other laws related to federal, state and municipal leaves. She oversees, directs and manages the delivery of in-house and outside legal counsel services related to federal, state and municipal Hey, Anne, welcome to the show today. Good morning, Bill. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. So, and beyond my reintroduction there, what we always like to do on this show is take a minute or two and ask our guests to uh, tell us a bit more about themselves. Tell us about your career background and, and how you got to where you are today. As Bill mentioned, I've been on a journey with IEA as a student in their CPDM course. Uh, now I'm part of their faculty as an instructor and subject matter expert. I do write articles for IEA, HR.com. Um, and present webinar topics such as new state leave laws, which I'll be holding one in December of this year. Uh, This one is free and open to all. I'm also uh, an attorney for TELUS Health and serve as their VP of Legal for their Absence Disability Management Division. TELUS Health provides the systems and case management to centralize your leave programs. My day-to-day involves interpreting federal, state, municipal leaves and assisting clients with challenging situations that are related to the Department of Labor, uh, EEOC, and lawsuits. Uh, So my day-to-day is is very busy on the legal side and on the leave management side. Okay, wonderful. Okay, let's get into it then, Anne. What exactly is an integrated absence and disability management plan? 
So an integrated disability absence management program involves centralizing and integrating the administration of all your absence and disability uh, related programs. Um, And these programs can include your federal leave programs like your FMLA, your ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, and the new Pregnant Workers Fairness Act that just went into place on June 27th of 2023. It includes state leaves. Currently, there are 12 states with paid family leave in addition to Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Now, a lot of people don't realize that there are over 470 leave laws across the United States. It's the integration centralization of short-term disability, long-term disability, workers' comp, custom leaves. There's so much that gets uh, intertwined and integrated into uh, a strong, well-developed integrated disability absence management program. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. So as part of my homework, I was all over your LinkedIn profile, Anne. And in a recent LinkedIn post, you shared the following. I'm happy to announce that I'm the new, sorry, I'm happy to announce that I'm new to IEA's faculty as an instructor for their CPD M1 course, which is part of IEA's program to become a certified professional in disability management. And then you go on to say, if you are ready to master absence and disability management, take your expertise to the next level and provide your employer with positive impacts and results to its absence and disability management programs, then pursue the nationally recognized certification like me. Tell us more, Anne. Sure. So, you know, IEA, they take it from ground zero on up to build custom programs. They help you to design what they should look like. After taking the course and now looking back on my career, I know from experience that there's so much more that can be done to enhance your programs, to uh, analyze your data, and to make efficiencies and improvements decrease conflict and confusion in your workplace, improve employee relations and reduce costs. There's just plenty that students can take back after this course to make improvements and have positive impacts and results for their employer. But it's looking at it from the lens of integration and centralization of programs that's absolutely key. And and you can and will have a positive impact for your employer. What key facts, Anne, typically drives an organization to look at an integrated disability and absence management approach? Well, employers look at finances. Uh, Finances is a key one. The cost of health care, the cost of absences, overtime, replacement workers are are key. Um, Operations is another area that drives an organization. The daily issues of not having enough employees available to perform work or the impact that multiple employees working restricted duty has on operations. Then another driver that employers uh, uh, look to when deciding to move forward with an IDA um, approach is the the legal side of things, the non-compliance risk in the area of FMLA, ADA, safety, uh, the impact of employee litigation and grievances is a big one. Employee relations. Um, There's employee or supervisor complaints about inconsistent employer practices and policies. 
And of course, there's lots of employee issues, concerns about poor processes. Employees will will make complaints about those. Payment of uh, benefits is another example. Uh, Ability to return to work and job protection are concerns that employees have. All of these are typical drivers that an organization has to uh, it has when they're looking to build uh, an IDAM program. Once in a while an event series is born that shakes things up, it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture, or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. Okay, sounds pretty important to me, but let's spell out some of those benefits to our listeners today and those folks who are sitting there scratching their heads and and trying to understand exactly what those benefits are. Um, What are the benefits that come under under the umbrella of such a plan? Please please tell us more, Anne. Yes, certainly. So uh, some of the benefits are that you create a single source for claim intake. You improve the overall employee experience just by having a single source for claim intake. You, by integration, you also can begin managing both your occupational and non-occupational disabilities more effectively instead of in silos. And then, of course, if you centralize all of your information, you get to view comprehensive absence data in one reporting package. And so it, it compiles together, you get a bigger broader picture and it tells you uh, it tells you more in in depthly what's going on with your population and it also avoids duplication of effort it saves time of time and resources um, it simplifies things it reduces interruptions and conflicting information between supervisors HR and others the centralization is so key and the integration is so key. It eliminates redundant communications with multiple administrative uh, vendors, your your external vendors, your internal resources. Um, That all can be eliminated when you take the time to create a well-thought-out, well-developed integrated disability absence management program. The Association for Talent Development Members and Customers are professionals who help others achieve their full potential by improving their knowledge, skills, and abilities in the workplace. They go by many titles, talent development managers, trainers, instructional designers, performance consultants, frontline managers, workplace learning professionals, and more. ATD's members come from more than 120 countries and work in organizations of all sizes and in all industry sectors. Interested in learning more about membership and ATD events? Visit td.org. What are some of those big challenges then, Anne, for, for an organization when they're looking to create a well-coordinated and effective 
integrated absence and disability disability management plan i mean lots of organizations i assume trying to aspire to do this but it doesn't mean that they get it right so what are some of those challenges when they are trying to do it in the right ways yeah so there are several challenges just understanding what and how to coordinate and integrate that's why it's important to take a course like the program offered by iea which happens to be one of a kind it's it's also um uh, gaining enough knowledge to build a well-coordinated and structured program. And then another challenge that uh, organizations have is getting buy-in to rebuild or restructure processes. You often need to do some reconfiguring of things. Um, you got to pull all the silos together gather and coordinate things. Uh, and that takes buy-in and change is sometimes difficult. So um, it's it's kind of rallying people together to see this vision um, and getting support at the top. That's where it needs to start. But it will bring to the table so much more in um, just a, a good employee experience, uh, uh, improved processes, Um all of that, uh, by, by building and, and restructuring, you will see those benefits. Another challenge that uh, organizations have in building an IDAM is, is financial support. You need to have the finances to help build a stronger, uh, more robust program. And it's also getting team members and employees to follow the, the program. That's always a challenge. So, uh, HR and other leaders need to be out there and be talking about the new program and how it works and how it benefits um, not just the organization, but but the people as well. And, and is there a single integrated model that is a, a gold standard, if you will, for integrated disability and absence management? If so, can you tell us more? There is not a, a single integrated model uh, that's the gold star for IDAM. The custom model is the best practice. Um, you know, just uh, having one that uh, integrates in the organization's culture, its values, its its norms, its strategic objectives for the business is ultimately what's going to create for that organization its gold standard. So you can't just take this off the shelf and plug it in. It doesn't work like that because there's so many various parts and pieces to a program. You really need to take a deep dive to see what uh, the employer already has, uh, what uh, federal uh, leaves uh, and, and laws are impacting it, state leaves and laws are impacting, uh, whether they have built custom programs or workers comp, whether they have uh, short-term, long-term disability programs, and figuring out how to pull all those together into one centralized program. And so once you get your hands around that, then you can start to build your own uh your own gold standard for your, your organization. But it's not just off the shelf. That's that's what we learned through IEA's course. Wonderful. And we are already at the end of this particular episode of the HR Chat Show. Before we do wrap up, uh, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe you might want to share your email address, perhaps you're on LinkedIn and other socials. And of course, how can they learn more about IEA and 
Tevis Health. You can connect with me at anne.couze, that is K-U-Z-E-E, at teleshealth.com. You can also connect with www.telus.com. You can connect with IEA. Those are probably the key sources for connection. I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, which would be another avenue for um, uh, listeners to reach out to and get connected. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, and Kuzey, thank you very much for being my guest. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, Subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.